You're listening to Work Tape, episode 61. Hello, all of you people. Welcome to the Work Tape podcast. It's Kevin and Isaac again in the studio. And we're going to continue talking about audiophile stuff like we've done before and also headphones. Yeah. I know the AirPods Pro 2 are coming out soon. All right. Pro 2s. I didn't watch the whole thing, but I did get it like a very brief introduction to them. From my understanding, they have bigger drivers now for the speakers. The chip nickname is an H2? Yeah, I want to say the H2. I think it's H2. Yeah, I know the H1 is the previous model. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, no. Then they're definitely... It's got to be the H2 then. It's got to be H2. Hummer, the sequel. (laughs) (laughs) I was about to call it W, but I was like, wait a minute. No, the the, the W chip has to do with location, if I remember correctly. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's the T2 security, which I know is on my Mac. Mm-hmm despite his problems lately. Uh, <laughs> and then there's a, the M's for the, the arm. But yes, confirm it is H2. Yes. So in the AirPods Pro 2. So that one looks pretty cool. What were your, like your takeaway features? What did you like about it? Because I have like a few thoughts about that. The biggest thing for me would be, and probably for some of you guys, but um, would be the case is now findable. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was a big one, dude. I lost, <laughs> like, because... Uh, you mentioned the last time you brought it up that I have the first pros. You and I both, bud. And I actually lost the case. I went I, I went uh, metal recycling. And now you can't charge it? <laughs> exactly. It's like, oh, what do I do? And since it wasn't like damaged or anything, they were just missing altogether. So I had nothing to present, you know, so I had to buy the case over again. Oh, so you had to buy it again. Yeah, just the case by itself. Luckily, it's not as much as buying whole new ones. Otherwise, just get new ones. Was it a hundred bucks? I want to say it was like 130 something after taxes and all that. Okay. No, that makes sense. Yeah. And now I'm just like, oh, I have to have them on me. Otherwise, if I don't remember, I'll probably freak out unless I know I left them home or something. Right. Because I don't want to lose them again because I don't want to pay that a second or third or fourth, whatever. The Apple tax. Yes. Yeah. Uh, the tax is real, guys. It's really real. And then they tax you on top of that. Yeah. Tax on tax. <laughs> I've had that happen before, but I, I always found them. Just, yeah. I always found it, but it is definitely a long time coming that they actually make it yeah. geographically findable. Yeah. They definitely learn from the whole air tax thing. So I think that's what it is. Oh, so that people also don't get kidnapped or stalked? Eh, that too. <laughs> Yikes. But anyways, yeah. So... I could be wrong on this, but I think there is support for higher bitrate audio, I think through a different compression method. They were very vague about that. And I was looking into the audio quality, how much better. All I keep reading is that it's better. I just don't know how much better it is. Yeah, they don't show any quantifiable information. I know useful information. (laughs) (laughs) Operative word, useful. Useful, yes. Because I mean, even like the whole iPhone thing too, like with the iPhone 14, they compare with the A13 chip. Okay, but what about that? The 13 is already several generations behind now. It's good marketing. Yeah, sure. Sometimes they do one chip back, but when they do two chips back, it's to show how big of a difference. Yeah. And then I think the one before it is not that big of a jump. So they use like the one, just one more generation. To make it look better. (laughs) It's pretty clever. And it's funny because they're not lying. True. They're not lying. And for what it's worth, it does show the leaps and bounds that they make from, you know, two generations back, which is still pretty big. Yeah. But it is kind of like <laughs> you guys didn't make that much of a leap from the last one. So it's still kind of funny. 
Yeah, definitely. It's the same thing in the PC world as well. Just computers in general, really. Just the improvements are also not as big as they used to be. No, they're not. But we also kind of, we got spoiled back in the iPhone days. Yeah. I mean, I didn't get the first one. Oh, yeah. (laughs) The only thing was the 3G. Otherwise, the processor was the same, same clock, same RAM, just 3G capabilities. But to be fair, like, what else can you do? I mean, it's hard to make huge leaps in hardware technology without compromising these little moves you can make along the way. And I I won't lie. Like, I'm not saying I'm all for the way they stretch out our pockets. But in a way, like, I get it from marketing because everyone wants to get into this whole Apple versus non-Apple debate. As much as people rag on Apple for the little increments they're making, Mm -hmm. when other companies make, like, these bigger bounds, so to speak. They don't really do it perfectly, but they do it, you know? They do it, and it's very primitive in the implementation, but also they run out of ideas very quickly. That's what I'm saying. The good thing about that is that it's pushing other industries to experiment as well. But the bad thing is in not implementing it well or not well enough, I don't know. I don't really see which one's better. It's almost like doing 10 laps, but you cut corners. It's like, are they really 10 laps or did you like do three or four, right? And just cut in between. <laughs> yeah, but then we have Apple who's doing like one or two and everyone's like, oh, well, we did more. It's like, yeah, but we finished the laps. <laughs> That's the way I see it. Like we actually finished the laps. We didn't do as many as you claim, mm-hmm. but we finished ours. Yeah. So I feel like they're kind of pick your poison. The biggest example that I can think of, or at least the one that stands out to me, is the NFC capabilities. I remember Android had it first. I remember (laughs) way back. It was like the Android 4 days, maybe. Right. My brother and I, we were uh, experimenting with NFC tags. And then when Apple comes out that the new iPhone for that year was going to have NFC, and uh, to find out that it was going to be only for mobile pay, everyone just groaned. It was like, oh, that's it. That's all (laughs) I could do. We've had NFC for years. We can do this. We can do that. We can do that. We can do that with it. And that still hasn't changed. NFC is only used for mobile pay still many years later. But to be fair, the mobile pay is actually really, really well implemented. Yeah, they, they've done a good job. That's an interesting thing. And I think it's what I gravitate toward Apple. And we kind of touched on this the last episode that mm-hmm. it's almost implied that Apple is more music friendly. Yes. I mean, we've said it before in the previous episodes, you know, for creative work and production work, it works very well. It just works. When it works. When it works, it works very (laughs) well. When it works, it works very well. (laughs) Right now, I'm not necessarily there right now, not anymore. But I'm looking to get back in the game. Yeah. (laughs) If that game exists. Yeah. Or what about sounds that have been reused over and over and over again? Mm, You mean like genre wise? We're not talking about tech anymore, right? Well, I mean, we can still make it tech. The 808, right? You're the talking 808. about 808? Yeah, we talked about it. We were talking about it last time. You know, the whole 808 thing. Many genres used it. Like very early hip hop used it. I can think of maybe a couple of drum and bass songs that use the 808. Shoot, there's even a sound that goes along with it. You know, there's this... Um... Mimic it, mimic it, mimic it. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's a song that I think of where... I don't think it's so much the drum kit. Uh, there's a song, 808 State. I don't know if you've heard it. No. No. Uh, I'll show you afterwards. But um, there's this guy that shows like the old school ways of producing uh, drum and bass, like the junglist stuff. Okay. And he recreates one of the uh, piano sounds um, that is very reminiscent of the 808 State song. And he mimics it too. <laughs> it's like, you know, he creates the patch for it and plays the chords. And then he, um, there's a little saxophone that does a little melody in the background. Mm-hmm. So you hear the piano going, da. 
ra, ra. it's like uh what is it uh seventh chords that's it there are seventh chords with um my humming being like the root tone anyways and then in the background he's and then i look up the song afterwards like oh that's what he's talking about so the like in minor key like a counter melody in the background just somewhere in the back and as i start hearing other songs and start comparing it's like oh wait this piano sound is very heavily used also um like the drum kits there's various kits out there you mentioned we mentioned the 808 and then you also mentioned the 909 the successor afterwards Mm mm-hmm Man, just electronic sampling in general. Man. The Lend drum. Yeah, even earlier. Yeah. How much do you know about those? The Lin, I've only heard a couple of sounds. I'm not entirely um, knowledgeable on it, but I know I've heard the sound before. I think the drum kit that comes more to mind, it's not really the drum kit. It's more like the sound that it comes from. Like I'm more familiar with- Yeah, the sound sample. Yeah, like the, uh, like say like the Amen break. Slow it down, you get uh, straight out of Compton. Yeah, that's it. Is it that? Yeah, that sound. That's the amen break or the sound just really slowed down. Or you can speed it up and you get, let's say, Powerpuff Girls, the theme song, just the, yeah, just the drum just playing yeah. quickly in the background. Yeah, that. So that was cool because as a kid, I didn't really realize the correlation. I just thought it was cool because I love drum and bass. Mm-hmm. And then like, you know, you get old and then you're like, <laughs> oh, shoot, Powerpuff's theme is drum and bass. It's jungle, yeah. basically. Yeah. And then you probably hear a couple of like, say, car commercials or something, and they use the same uh, break just looping in the background. It's like, oh, wait, there's that sound again. It's cool. Yeah. It's cool. And not everyone and their mother is doing trap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Taco Bell is doing trap in their commercials. Oh. It's hilarious. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> It's right? Great. It's just it's just funny. I just everything. <laughs> everything's a trend. Everything, man. Just once it gets to the businesses using it, <laughs> oh, you know it's just everywhere. <laughs> That's where disco went wrong. <laughs> Ooh, I have a thing or two to talk about with disco. Okay, go for it. Let's do that. Let's do that next episode. Okay. We're gonna need some time for the disco. Oh yeah. <laughs> Even if we do a part series with that, let's start it fresh. Yeah. Kevin, thanks for being here. Per usual. Thanks for having me back. We'll chat about disco and audio file type stuff. Yep, I'll be here. (laughs) All right, Kevin, you have a good one. All right, you as well. And take care, everybody. Take care, everyone. Thanks for tuning into the Worktape Podcast. We will be with you next week. Have a great day.